Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Just Janice. I'm so excited for today's episode because I have my friend Blake Reynolds here with me, and we are going to be talking about living life without borders. Welcome, Blake. What is up? This is actually my first podcast interview I have ever done like in person with somebody. I'm always doing it virtually. So this is pretty cool. And it's with you. So where you were actually my first, second podcast interview ever. And uh, now I get to come back on. So I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about this. This is a really good episode. I'm really excited. This is fun. And we've just been having a really good conversation tonight. So we're like, hey, we should just hop on and record a podcast. And I'll say this is my first ever podcast recording with my phone sitting on a can of buffalo beans. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do like, you got to make do. When life throws you lemons, you, you make Dr. Pepper. That's just how it works. <laughs> People used to always tell me when life throws you lemons, you make lemonade, but you make lemon meringue pie, Janice. And so I think that's yes, like, I like, special. I like pie better than, than lemonade. I'm very picky about my lemonade. That, that, that stuff you get in the bottle is just, is too cheap for me. Like I like homemade, authentic lemonade. Like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A does have good lemonade, really good. And their, their diet sugar-free lemonade, which sounds just oxymoron and sinful is actually really good. So well, speaking of Chick-fil-A, before we hop into these five fun facts about Are you, you going to talking about you? Gonna... I have to tell them about my Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay, tell them about your Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay, so we were driving <laughs> yesterday. I got a flat tire, so my car was at a tire shop today, and I really felt like led of the Lord to call the tire shop and let them know that I had a horde of Chick-fil-A sauce in my glove compartment, and I expect that it is all still there, and I have done an inventory count of it ahead of time, so I will be checking to make sure that no one has touch my chick-fil-a sauce <laughs> and, they, and uh she, I, I think she checked and i think they were all still there so that was a miracle from god yeah it was literally a miracle are, god you, is a, good. are you a polynesian sauce the mustard sauce or the chick-fil-a sauce like which one is it for sure chick-fil-a sauce okay i know some a lot of guys like the polynesian sauce the chick-fil-a sauce is really good but it's like oh my gosh like if you're on a you know watching macros that stuff is just ridiculous yeah it's good stuff. It's like it's like gold from heaven. So, so we're gonna start out my podcast like I always do, like we did with your other podcast, with five fun facts about you. So, you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So Blake knows none of these questions ahead of time. Okay. He's totally improv here. So we'll see how he does. So number one is if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Off the top of my head, I would go to New Zealand to visit the uh, Hobbiton or the Shire, which is I'm kind of nerding out here. Is from Lord of the Rings. They actually um, in the first three movies when they built Lord of the Rings, uh, they, when they made the movie, they built a set. So they tore it down when it was all said and done. And and several years later when they filmed The Hobbit, um, which is all based on, um, was it J.R.R. Tolkien? Mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien's book. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, they, they rebuilt the set, but they built it to where you can actually, they're permanent now, like actual houses so you can visit. So anyways, long story short, that's where I would want to visit New Zealand. But also I would love to visit somewhere like maybe Greece where there's like a beach, like just you know, right on the coast, that would be really pretty. I have, a, I have a friend, she's been there several times. She's like, it's the most beautiful place you'll ever visit. So I'm gonna check it out one day. 
I'm going to stow away in a suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two is if you could only eat one dessert for a year, what would you pick? Chocolate cake with buttercream icing. A lot of buttercream icing. That was a quick answer. Oh, I I love cake. Cake's always always on my mind. Cake is good, but confetti cake for me. (laughs) (laughs) Number three is what is one accomplishment that you're proud of? I always say this because I've been asked this about two or three times in the past month, but it's probably my first single, No Other Name. Um, not because it was my first solo project, you know, um, though someone considered that a great accomplishment, it was just there was a lot behind that. Uh, it was just a huge step of faith for me in that time of life. So I would consider that a, a good accomplishment for myself um, is that right there is my first single. So, yeah. That's awesome. Love the song. So number four is what is your... I already know the answer to this because you shared this before at youth rallies. <laughs> What's your most embarrassing moment? Um, off the top of my head, and honestly, I'm not even embarrassed about it anymore, is um, I have led worship with my my zipper down. I've been on stage just, I'm a, I'm a worship leader for those who don't know about me. I'm a worldwide famous Grammy nominee. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Carrie Job even seeks wisdom from me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm a worship leader. And so when I was leading worship at a, a church I was, you know, worship leader for, I would, it was one of those Sundays I was really excited. I'm up there, I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm really getting into it. And, I, and you know, worship ends. They got the, they're doing the offering now. And and uh, I had walked off stage and I noticed my zipper is all the way down. And I'm like, I mean, people were a little more free in worship that day. Like, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows because of how my guitar was setting. So thank God I was playing guitar that day. That Otherwise that would have just been. And hopefully the lights were low. Lights were low. And yeah, just several factors. God really covered me, no pun intended. Oh, that's why I wear stretchy pants. I don't wear pants with zippers. I, honestly, <laughs> I thought about getting myself some joggers, or not joggers, the uh, leggings. <laughs> you should you should definitely update your wardrobe. Absolutely. Okay, last fun fact before we dive into some deeper questions. <laughs> if you could have a coffee date, go out to coffee with anyone, past or present, who would you pick? Okay, a coffee date. So it's just like hanging out, right? Yep, you just okay. spend the day with them, have coffee, whatever. Past, present, or future? Um, I'm going to give you two answers. I'm going to give you one that's a not Christian. I would love to sit down with Dwayne Johnson, and not because he's the rock. He has got incredible work ethic, very driven person, and so I admire his his worth at work ethic, though I don't agree with a lot of other things that he does and stands for. His work ethic, his mindset, he's a very driven person. So I'd spend the day with him just really getting to know him and picking his brain. The second person... Would probably be Craig Rochelle off the top of my head. Same reasons. Obviously, Craig Rochelle definitely support a lot of what he stands for, being that he's a Christian and just an incredible guy. But he's a phenomenal leader. He's focused, very driven. And so those would be my two individuals. I would love to hang out with them. Um, bonus answer, because I don't know. I Usually, I just give one, but I'm give another one. Probably somebody like Chris Pratt, just for the fun of it. So anyways, I gave you three there for that last one. Those are good answers. I'll at least join you for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said because Jason. of his work ethic. Because of work ethic. It's yeah. because of his work not ethic. His, not his tattoos and his muscles. That's right. Not his muscles. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's start out with just sharing a little bit about you for those people who are listening, who have no idea who you are. Who is Blake Reynolds? All right. 30 seconds because I'm one of those guys that like it short and simple. My name is Blake Reynolds. I'm a Christian music artist, singer, and songwriter. Um, that's my short title. I mean, I'm, I'm just nationally nominated and no, I'm just messing, but I'm a Christian artist. I release original music. I also do some covers and my heart and my goal is honestly to just lead people to Jesus and deeper, deeper in their relationship with Jesus, with my music 
And uh, so, yeah, that's what I do. I also have a podcast. It's called The Upbeat Podcast. It's all over the internet. Actually, Janice here is actually the one who got me started. She really helped birth that um, and, and kind of coached me in getting it started. And uh, so that's incredible. And then I use social media as a platform to encourage people. I love doing it. So there's my 30-second bio. 30-second spiel about who you are. And you guys yes. will hear at the end how you can connect with him, learn more about Absolutely. him, and all those fun things. Follow him on social media and stuff. So our topic today is without borders, just what I felt like the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart um, in about 30 seconds of prepping for this podcast. <laughs> like, hey, let's talk about living life without borders, which is something both of us are passionate about. So living life without borders, like what does that? What does living life without borders look like to you? On um, two words, being fearless. For me, that's what that means. I know that could be that means something different for everybody, but two words would be being fearless. When I was a little kid, my dad always tells a story. I don't remember doing this, but I mean, I remember being a kid. I was very, very, I was a very fearless kid. Like I didn't care about anything. I'd say, do whatever. And um, my daddy's six foot four, and so I was like five, five years old, roughly. I was, a, I mean, obviously, I'm a lot smaller than him at five years old. And um, he was, we were just playing football, him and my dad, my brother and I were just goofing off. And he just remembers me chasing him full on. And I just grabbed him on his legs to tackle him. And I just, and he just remembers just a, no fearlessness. And so I always think back to when I was a kid, just, I wish I want that fearlessness again, that it's just like, I'm, I'm going to tackle my giant, my giants, you know, take off and take out the lions and the bears like David did. So I would say being fearless, it, living without, living without borders, right? Mm-hmm. It would, I'd say being fearless. Which is really good because a lot of this podcast, I mean, we're going to be talking about living your life in faith. So it's interesting that you brought up a story about what it was like for you as a child. And we're called, obviously, in scripture to live with childlike faith. So that is really interesting. So, yeah, we're going to dive more into that. So what do you think holds people back from living their life without borders? Um, obviously, it's fear. Like, if we're just going to be very generic and just go cover the, 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 the surface of it, it's a fear. But it's a fear of failure. Um, a fear of the unknown, and that those are both probably my 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 two things: the fear of failure and the fear fear of the unknown. And, and I'm sure you're going to get to this question, so I'm not going to dive into it too much. But I've been asking myself the question recently: if I could live my life how I wanted, with without borders, how would I live that? And those two things pop in my mind: I would I would live without fear of failure, fear of financial lack, fear of um other people's opinions, what they would think of me being a Christian music artist and in, in music in general, forget, let's just take the Christian label off. If you're a music or even like you, Janice, you're a writer, you are doing something. You, when you release a project, when you publish something, whether it's a song or a book, it's very personal. Mm-hmm. You have poured your heart and soul into it and it is emotional. And so just the thoughts of rejection, what are people going to think when they hear this? What are people going to think? What if they don't like it? And uh, so just overcoming those things and hopefully that answered that question. Yeah, that was really good. And there's a Proverbs that says that fear of man is a snare. And that's a scripture that I talk Come about on. all the time. Ooh, and yeah. that that fear isn't like, oh, you're fearful for your life. or I mean, you could be in certain situations, but fear of, like you said, fear of rejection. What are these people going to think of me? And I know for me, when I released my book... I was like bold and courageous with it up until about the time it came out. And then it was like, I mean, everybody knew I was in the process of writing it for a few years, but when it came to actually putting it out there, knowing that people were actually going to be reading some things that even like my mom didn't even know some certain things that I'd put in my book, it was like, felt like you're standing naked in front of the whole world. Like, here's my heart, you know, and you give people that permission to to see your heart in a vulnerable way. And that's not easy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Janice had uh, recently encouraged me to write more, do some more smaller eBooks, which is what my, my goal is to just, I really want to take people deep, deep. My, I am just, I'm adding extra letters and syllables to my words 
as you're recording this podcast, this podcast, but uh, just encouraging people in their walks again, whether or not say, but she encouraged. So I released a, a little ebook called know their name, which is about my song, the story behind the song. And I literally used those exact words because I shared some of my testimony. There's like, it's literally like being naked in front of people. Like you're just, you're exposed. You're, it's very raw. So I just wanted to uh, add to that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing God's been teaching me a lot over the last few years, especially stepping out more in ministry is the value of being vulnerable. And I've had so many people say that. And it's been really encouraging to me as I have stepped out and sharing my story and honestly, parts of my story that I would rather no one ever know about. And then people will come up afterwards and say, you know what I love about you is that you're real and you're authentic. You're not hiding anything. And so that is, that is so important to get over that fear of man. And I think like you said, that's a lot of what holds people back because we're afraid of what people are going to think. But I think we need to flip the script on that and really think about the people who yep. aren't going to be impacted if we don't say yes to what yep. God's called us to. Yep. So that's so important. So Blake, tell us about a time that you stepped out in faith and it felt like you failed. <laughs> Hang on, um, he's narrowing down his stories. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, there's uh, like 10 to 20 stories. Many a times I've stepped out in what I thought was faith. And I, I think sometimes we do step out on faith and we have a different expectation. Like maybe we were being obedient to God and, and you know, in our mind, we had a different result. And when we don't meet that expectation, we consider it a failure, even though we were being obedient to God. And so that's a different subject. But you're asking me, there's a time, there's a song called Even If that I had written, and I have shared about this on a podcast, I believe, uh, on my own podcast and on a, on a blog. That was the most, if I can say this, the most, and I don't cuss at all, but just to describe it, is the most hellish song I've ever written produced, released from A to Z. I fought the devil so hard in the song and I took a step of faith. It was a massive investment for me personally. Uh, At that time, I had barely any income coming in. I mean, I was literally, (laughs) I was basically a volunteer, um, but I had barely any money. So I'm taking a huge step of faith. I had to go from Michigan to Savannah, Georgia to record and I had incredible producers. So it wasn't like I I got swindled and you hear about those bad deals with label. They, they were incredible producers and I'm actually very good friends with them. It was just the process of the song from the fundraising of the song, writing the song, releasing it. Everything was just, um, that's one moment where I feel like, feel like I, I failed. I'm still am proud of that song, but when I think back to the process of it, I do cringe because I'm like, oh my gosh, that was miserable. Mm. And it was, as you were talking, I was thinking about, like how would I answer that question and what like times when I felt like I failed too. And, and I was thinking about like planning events. Cause that's a lot of what I've done with ministry with stirred up and, and showing up to events and not having very many people show up in the moment that feels like failure. And you're like, you know, we're as Christians, we're like, it's all about the one Jesus left the 99 to find the one. And I would go anywhere as long as I can minister to one person. But God, can we at least get two? <laughs> yeah. But when you show up and it's, it's literally only one person. Yeah. And you know, and I love those one-on-one moments when I expect it to be just one person. Yep. <laughs> so in those moments it can, and you really have to guard your flesh in those moments and just feel like, okay, God, you knew, you know, the end from the beginning, you knew who would be here. So, and just to to stay intentional puts it in perspective, just, you know, what, like we said, managing our expectations and, and there are certain circumstances, absolutely, you know, I'm not going to get religious or superstitious with people. Yeah. Like you do want events where you're bringing the crowds and absolutely, I don't judge anybody. You know, I I hope that every event I come to that I, I, can help pack the house out. And, and, you know, the organization I work for, we do a lot and Janice now works for the same organization, which is why we all, we're always traveling, working together. Um, you know, we hope we pack the house out, but always reminding ourselves, yes, that is a physical 
monetary, whatever you call it, goal. But at the end of the day, God said, just reach the one. So your expectations, your goal truly are is to reach people for Jesus. So I know that had nothing to do with living without borders, but I thought it was a great thing to touch on. Oh, it is good. And keeping your why in front of you so that you don't leave feeling like a failure and dejected and and all of those things. It's so important. Absolutely. So, and so it doesn't tamper with your ministering as you're there. So, and I just wanted to really want to touch on this real quick. So I know you got another question, but Mm -hmm. when my song, even if came out, which, you know, and I don't say this because it's my song. It is a good song. I hope it encourages you. Whoever listens to it, it's called even if, is not letting your next step be defined by your past failures. Mm. Um, that song was not a failure when it released. It did get in the top 200 charts on iTunes when it released, which is pretty cool. It's not like huge, but it was cool for me because that was a huge win at the time. Um, I, mean, I put a lot of effort into it. But I would consider it a failure in the regards of it, I didn't raise raise the money how I wanted to, when I wanted it to. There were a lot of, a lot of things that just, it, for lack of better words, failed in that song. And um, there were times, honestly, where I was going to go forward and produce more songs, which I have. I, at, since then, that was 2019, I think, when I did that song. Um, there, have, there have been times since then where I just... I'm like, well, what if it's like, even if, well, what if that's, and I'm like, I can't let my, let my next step be determined by that. So I just wanted to comment on that quickly. So if you have failed, don't, don't base your next step on your past failure. Even if you fail yeah. again, so what? You're going to fail. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets right back up. And that could also be, you could be talking about when somebody falls into sin, of course. But I think you can also talk about how a righteous man, you know, they fail, they mess up, get up, keep moving forward. And that's, that's the purpose of it. So the intent. So just wanted to add that real quick. Yeah, that's really good. I kind of want to land the plane on that with the unmet expectations because I think that's a really good topic to talk about. And the Lord had given me a word a few weeks, well, a few months ago. I don't know. I lose track of my life sometimes, but a few months ago. And it was, if I were to move according to your expectations of me, would I have to do very much? And I think if you've gone through those seasons where you've battled with a lot of disappointment or unmet expectations, it's hard to believe God again. But to continue standing in faith, I want to encourage you, if you've been there, to to keep pushing forward in faith and to actually believe that God wants to do more in your life. That's actually something he spoke to my heart this morning when I woke up. Like, I have better plans for you than you even realize. Come on. And just encouraging myself in the Lord by staying consistent in the Word. That's something I preach all the time. Stay in the Word, stay in His presence, and to know that He really does want to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask, think, or imagine. And so to stay hopeful despite like Blake said, what you've experienced in the past to still keep believing that God has good things for you. Come on. So on the flip side of the, the, the question I asked about a time you stepped out in faith and it felt like you failed, let's talk about a time that you stepped out in faith and it felt like a success. Oh man. Um, there's a song I'm working on and I'm hoping I'll come up with another story as I'm talking. So I'm like, I'm ad living. And <laughs> there's a song at the time of us recording this podcast because I, uh, this, it's not been released yet, but um, I sent it to a few people, and just the feedback I'm getting from it is just like, man, this is gonna be a big hit. It's gonna be a great song, and and which you believe that about every one of your songs. Like it's just like you're even my next song. It's just um, you always gonna think that, but it's like this song was really personal, and so um, I guess I guess this would be one of those. I wish I had a bigger story. I know I do. And that that's. <laughs> I know I've got stories, um, uh, but this one, this one's definitely a win. It took a step of faith. Every single song I do, honestly, is a step of faith. 
Um, hashtag sponsor my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. If you'd like to sponsor a child today for the low cost of $300 a week. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is like, I'm going to have to mute this part. Blake, I told you not to talk about monetary donations. No. Um, every song I do is a step of faith. But really quick, I think another one I can think of off the top of my head is I made a big investment last year for my personal music ministry. Um, when I say big, it was, it was, I mean, it wasn't like 10, 20 grand, but it was a couple of thousand dollars I had to invest in it. And um, had to buy some equipment. And I was like, God, you're going to provide. I literally took a month and a half on this decision because anybody that knows me, I'm a tightwad. I don't like spending money. He squeaks when he walks. Yes, I squeak. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Abraham Lincoln is crying because I stretch him so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, so uh, with the sound system, it's a couple of thousand dollars. And it was a sound system. Obviously, I just released it out there, a sound system. And I had to purchase it because... Uh, for just for several different reasons. And so I was like, God, should I? And I'm, I'm looking for this audible word. I'm looking for the sun to move. And so I'm asking my parents, you know, because I'm really close to my parents and they're, they're just to take a step of faith. And, and I was expecting God to provide me the money up front. So honestly, a month and a half of me waiting for this to make this purchase was God's going to, God's going to give me the money up front. God's going to, because I expected God to move a certain way. And uh, it came down to the wire and no money, no nothing. I just had, you know, whatever I had. And so I was like, all right, God. And so I, you know, they had a, a payment plan you could do and which was a very large payment plan each month. And so I was like, all right, God, I'm going to trust you. And so anyways, fast forward to now, the sound system is completely paid for. Now there was no donation given to that sound system to pay it off. Absolutely none. That was every single, I say, I mean, there was no large donation. Like I, I expected God each month to give me a thousand dollars or, you know, to pay somebody pay off the sound system completely, whatever the total amount was. But every single month, God gave me the money to pay for the payment that month, every single month. And I just paid it off last month, which is really incredible. And so I just, just wanted to share that as sometimes we expect God to move a certain way. And with that specific story, that was really tough because of my personality. I'm much more patient now than I used to be, but I like things done. I like to get it done now. And so I was expecting God to provide for me right there in that moment. And he was like, I just want you to trust me each month. Just trust me for your daily bread. That was a tough learning lesson, honestly. But that was that was something I was really, really proud of. I took a step of faith. and Yeah, that's a really good example. And that's something we've been talking about a lot, actually, recently, just in conversations about like when life doesn't look like what you thought it would or when your expectations of God don't look like what you thought it would. And I remember a few years ago, just like literally having this visualization in my mind of like, okay, God, I'm going to stop writing my story and I'm going to hand you the pen because it's, I'm the same way. I'm like, I expect things to look a certain way, to play out a certain way. And when they don't, it's like, it could be frustrating in the moment, but it's always better. And it makes for a better story when we let God write it. Come on, come so. on, give him the pen and get out of the way. You're the paper. He's the pen. Come on. That is good. That is good. And something else as you were talking, I was thinking about that I know both of us ex have experienced that we could answer this question about stepping out in faith and it and it feels like a success, I think, for us because we're both big on social media and putting just like we talked about, putting our hearts out there to the world with whatever we're creating. I think those moments of success for me are those DMs that we get where people are reaching out and they're like, hey, well, not for me, but like with for Blake, like, hey, your song really impacted me or for me, like, hey, your blog really meant something to me or helped me through my day. So share about the other night when you did your um, Instagram live. Oh, that was about a month ago. Now you are getting your days mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I did. I did an Instagram live. Um, I, yeah, it was about a month ago now. Um, I travel a lot. So I'm trying to remember like, where was I? And I just popped on Instagram live very randomly. I was like, there was no plan, no nothing. I did TikTok and Instagram live back to back. 
And uh, I actually did it just to do it, just to connect with followers and you just hashtag influencer. Um, <laughs> and uh, But I popped on there and uh, played worship. I just played worship. I had zero expectations. And anyways, in the Instagram live, somebody commented and I screenshotted it. They said, hey, I was going to commit suicide. And I popped, saw your Instagram live come up and, you know, this saved me. And so I was doing worship and I was like, man, like there's that one. There's that one. And I had no expectations. So anything was better than nothing. But that like superseded any expectations I could have had. Like a hundred, a hundred people watching my live. Like, no, that was like, that was worth being on there that night because it was late. I had a long day and I'm like, I'm just going to do this to do it. And you just never know. You never know. There's random acts of faith, what you can do for what, what it'll do. And the Bible's full of those, those moments where people are just taking steps of faith. And now, now those people are in the word of God and are impacting millions um, so that had, yeah. that had nothing to do, but I thought it was a great point. To add to that. <laughs> it is really good and, and an incredible testimony. And I know like one thing I think about a lot and that I encourage people with a lot is like, you never know the ripple effect of your yes to God and what your oh. obedience to him is going to do and impact in other people's lives. And like, that's just one testimony. And sometimes we don't even get to hear the testimony. So yep. Just know that when you're stepping out in faith and you're doing what God's called you to do, whether you know what's happening or not, like it's making an impact and it's making a difference. So keep stepping out, keep saying yes to him. Okay, last question. And then I want you to talk to people about how they can connect with you, stay connected with you, and then I'm going to have you pray. So it's if you could spend a year doing anything with no concerns of finances, logistics, nothing, a year without borders to do whatever you want, what would you do? See, I like these questions. Janice and I are question people. We love asking questions because questions challenge your thinking. They challenge your beliefs, uh, which is absolutely important. Um, uh, challenge, Just challenging those things because uh, you want to find the real answers. And so this question, when someone, whenever somebody asks me, what would you do if someone gave you a million dollars? That is one of the hardest questions for me to answer. The question you just asked me just now is, it is super hard. But it revealed something, and I'm sorry I'm getting on a soapbox here, but it revealed something in me because, and I think it reveals it in a lot of people, it reveals our mindset. Because when you ask me that question, I'll tell you I have no idea how to answer that. I have some ideas, but because I don't meditate on a, I, I need to meditate on God's word more obviously, but I don't meditate about my dreams. Um, and I'm talking about literally like you're dreaming, like I want to do this, that kind of dream, not like your sleeping dreams, but... Um, it just reveals an area where I doubt, I doubt God to do the big things. And so if you're like me, which I think a lot of people are, where you're asked the question, what are you going to do in five years? Or what are you going to do if you could live the next year without borders? How would you live your life? It's like, I don't know. And I think we should ask ourselves that question daily because it removes the borders in our mind first. Which when you remove the borders and the fences and the walls in your mind first that's when things start to happen in your life because what you meditate on, you manifest. Mm. You meditate, you manifest. Um, that's scriptural and even non-Christians. Uh, I, know, I know people who are millionaires who do not believe in God. They're, they're atheists, they're agnostic, whatever, but they do believe in, in the power of your mind, the power of your words, and the power of, of giving, which is a different podcast. So anyways, to answer that question, if I had to answer right here on the spot, um, would quit my job. I would fully launch my company that I've, that I've got where I do social media and website management. Um, it's actually, I started a company to help churches and ministries out because I see a huge need for it, not just to help them with their mon for monetary reasons, but also because I just see a huge evangelistic tool there that's being missing out, mis being misappropriated and misused. Um, 
I would launch that and I would jump into my music just wholeheartedly. I would do a bunch more worship nights um, all across the country. Um, yeah, I guess that would be a good answer. Launch at least five more songs between now and the next year. She said a year was the question, so. If one year, so you're going to tell your oh, boss you're coming back after a year or you're telling them you're done, done? <laughs> Listen, if I live without borders for one year and all of those things pay off, I don't know if I'm coming back. <laughs> I would move to my, my dream home, my dream state. That's where I would move to, just living without borders. He would move to the promised land. So, Blake, tell, is there anything else on your heart you want to share before we end this? Say it one more time. Anything else on your heart? What would you want to encourage people with uh, um, before we end this? Living their life without borders. Living your life without borders. Meditate on God's word daily. That's a very cheesy answer, but I want to encourage you. Here's why. Um, it, when you meditate on God's word daily, you're thinking like God. How does God think? God, there are no limits with God. God's like, God's like, I can do impossible things. I can't tell you how many times God has put me in a situation where I have no finances, no resources, and it's just you push through it. You're like, what do I have? And you're just like, okay, what do I have? How can I do this? And it, God miraculously provides for whatever it is you're doing. And so meditate on God's words daily and ask yourself questions like the question, how would I live? How do I want to live my life? Do not spend the next year working day to day to day to day. Maybe the job you're called at is where God called you. Okay, that's fine. But don't spend every day of your life thinking this is it for me. Ask yourself, how would I live my life? How would I live my life? Because eventually five years from now, you're going to think back, man, I just wasted so much time when I could have been living freely, I could have been living with us. This. Um, and the next thing I would say is take little steps of faith. Take little steps of faith. Um, me getting that sound system was kind of a bigger step of faith, but I would still, in the grand scheme of things, I think that was a little a smaller step of faith. What it did for my faith, it, it, it wasn't just, oh, I got a new sound system. It was provided for. It took my faith to the next level. Like, wow, God did this for me. So take little steps of faith every day. God, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sow the seed. So that's what I would, I would leave it off with. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because the first time I interviewed Blake afterwards, he goes, I think you should change the podcast to so good. Cause you know, I listened back, I would always, my filler would always be like, that's so good. That's yep. so good. Yep. I don't even know if what you said was good, but I said it. Yeah. She just was like not paying attention. She, <laughs> she, was, she was drinking her Chick-fil-A straw, sauce with a straw or something. And it was just like so good. So, oh, oh, I mean, oh, Blake, back to you. That's what she was That's how she I'm trying it. to eat my chicken nuggets, and I thought he'd talk longer so, than he did. So, you're the podcaster. In, in 60 seconds, how would you answer the last question? What would you leave people with living without borders? What does that mean, Janice? Well, as you were sharing, I was just thinking about the importance of, like you said, stepping out in faith. Even when you don't see, well, faith we always say this faith the opposite of faith isn't fear it's sight because the bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things unseen and so sometimes we have to step out of the boat not knowing what that looks like Mm. and so that's something god's been challenging me about is to not only step out of the boat and stay out of the boat but to also challenge other people to get out of whatever proverbial boats that they're in and so for me just being that for each other challenging one another to to step out in faith and and just to stay encouraged, know, know that if God calls you to something, He's gonna. He's and, gonna and, and I know see you're wanting to wrap up the podcast there, but I think you're wanting. I think what you just said was just so good. Was just getting out of your boat, which could be your mindset. It could be maybe you're locked into a religious pattern. Maybe mm. you maybe you've listened to some false doctrine. You should not have listened to some bad stuff. Um, maybe you're in a friend group. You shouldn't be. And listen, I will tell you something right now. Your friends can limit you more than anything. Your friends can hold you back greater than anything in your life. Your friends can hold you back more than your finances. Let me put it like that. 
Whoever, whoever, if you look at your life and you look at your friends, you go, okay, that makes sense. But getting out of your boat, I, I think, was just stepping into the unknown. That's what the point I was getting to. Stepping into the unknown is a very scary thing. But if you think about it, that's what God told us to do. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how God tells us to live our life. And we, as Christians, are always looking for, it's got to make sense. It's got to mm-hmm. make sense. It's got to make sense. And God's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, because the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Absolutely. And that does not negate that. I do not believe there's a difference between faith and foolishness. I do believe believe faith and wisdom always operate together. Always operate together. And I do believe you can take steps of faith and wisdom. There have been moments where I've taken steps of faith that have made sense and they paid off. And there have been moments where I took steps of faith where it seemed like this is other stupidity. God, I cannot believe you're asking me to do this right Mm -hmm. now. But I did it out of obedience because I knew in my heart it was God and it paid off. So... Just I, wisdom and faith always operate together. I wanted to put that out there because I got some some crazy Pentecostals out there who do some <laughs> stupid things. I don't know why he's looking at me while he's saying that. I but. did. I was, I was like, this is crazy. I know some of her friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, but for real, like she said, don't be afraid of the unknown. Embrace it. Embrace the unknown. Take that step of faith. Just little tiny steps every day. Stop overwhelming yourself. Little tiny steps of faith every single day. Maybe you're like Janice. You want to step into full-time ministry. You want to travel. Buy yourself that $90 suitcase from TJ Maxx or Target or whatever and just write your vision on that suitcase. Buy that thing and say, God, you call me to be a missionary. Here's my suitcase. And I literally did that. <laughs> I literally did that two years ago. I was like, oh. you know what? I'm stuck in my house. No one's leaving their house. It's 2020. We're all quarantined. And I'm like, I'm going to start traveling and ministering. And so I bought the cutest little luggage set. If you follow my website or my social medias, you'll see it. I'm always posting pictures with it. But that was my act of faith of like, God, I believe you're calling me beyond 490. I probably shouldn't say it was a code. <laughs> That could be dangerous. 4765-4321. But you were talking about changing your mindset. I want to read Romans 12 too. I looked it up because I, I couldn't remember what the second part, exactly how it's how it's read in the, in the scriptures. Because I always quote the first part of it, but the second part I felt like really needed to be read. And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. Come on, and I think man. that's what a lot of Christians grapple with. Like, is this God's will? Is this not God's will? Should I do this? Should I step out? Should I do that? And it's like, if you're continually daily transforming your mind through the word and spending time with him and allowing God to wash your mind with the water of his word and just with his presence, hearing his voice, then you can just trust that he's going to keep you on that narrow path that leads to life and that he's going to order your steps. He's going to direct your path. And pick just pick one scripture to meditate on daily. Don't I, I would always tell people, I mean, I should just do a podcast on just don't overwhelm yourself. It'll be 30 seconds long, but um, it, it's just meditating. Just pick one scripture. Like, oh, I didn't I, I, know, pick one scripture. I can do all things through Christ. Pick the most popular, one of the most quoted scriptures that are John 3, 16, and just meditate. For God so loved the world. And just meditate. That, that's a verbal meditation and also something you were just in your mind just thinking about. What does that mean? And you were, like she said, you were washing your mind with the word. You were cleansing it. And when you're thinking nothing, there was one scripture I was meditating on. Um, and this is my last thing to say here. Is one scripture I was meditating on is was nothing is impossible with God. And I just kept nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. And you were washing your mind of those impure thoughts thinking, I can't do this. The unknown's too scary. Nothing is impossible with God. If nothing's impossible, then I'm going to live my life without borders. That's a good way to land it. <laughs> it's so good. All right, so like, tell everyone how they can connect with you, tell them about your podcast, all those good things, and then I'm going to let you end in prayer. All right, so you guys, the best and easiest way is to follow me on social media at Blake Reynolds Music. You can do that on Facebook or Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot more. 
Um, and don't just follow me. Connect with me. Send me a message. Message. Share with me your story. I love to get you know. Listen, I love when people like my posts and share them and say them. It feels good. I don't care who you are. Everybody likes that. It just helps your vanity, your ego out a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But I, I do love when people message me and just say, hey, I wanted to connect with you. And I do my very best to to con- to converse with people. Um, next way is BlakeReynoldsMusic.com. You can find all my podcasts and music stuff there. And I'm just going to go and close this in prayer like Jana said. Dear God, I thank you for today. I pray that you would just... I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, Janice, and I had to record together a podcast in person. It was my first time. It was actually pretty cool. I liked it. It was awesome. Um, I thank you for Janice's heart. I just ask that you will bless her. I uh, thank you that she had me on this year, and I just thank you for everyone that's listening. I just ask that you to help them to live their life without borders and just help them to help them to show them, open their eyes to show them what their lives would look like if they just remove the borders from their mindsets, God, so they stop living by sight and start living by faith. I just lift up that person to you right now that's listening to this episode, that one person who is living in a place of doubt, they're literally questioning, should I, shouldn't I? What should I take this next step of faith? What should I? And I, and I just want to tell you right now to take that step of faith and trust God, to trust God, trust God right now. I just thank you for this. I just thank you that this seed, that the word, your word will not return void. I thank you. Bless the seed that's sown tonight. We just give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.